The Nature Podcast is supported by Nature Plus, a flexible monthly subscription that grants immediate online access to the science journal Nature and over 50 other journals from the Nature Portfolio. More information at go.nature.com slash plus. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is an audio long read from Nature. In this episode... The Breakthrough Obesity Drugs That Have Stunned Researchers Written by Mackenzie Prilliman and read by me, Nick Petrichow The hotel ballroom was packed to near capacity with scientists when Susan Yanovsky arrived. Despite being 10 minutes early, she had to manoeuvre her way to one of the few empty seats near the back. The audience at the Obesity Week conference in San Diego, California in November 2022 was waiting to hear the results of a hotly anticipated drug trial. The presenters, researchers affiliated with the pharmaceutical company Nova Nordisk based in Bargsvær, Denmark, did not disappoint. They described the details of an investigation of a promising anti-obesity medication in teenagers, a group that is notoriously resistant to such treatment. The results astonished researchers. A weekly injection for almost 16 months, along with some lifestyle changes, reduced body weight by at least 20% in more than one-third of the participants. Previous studies had shown that the drug, semaglutide, was just as impressive in adults. The presentation concluded like no other at the conference, says Yanofsky, co-director of the Office of Obesity Research at the US National Institute of Diabetes and Digestive and Kidney Diseases in Bethesda, Maryland. Sustained applause echoed through the room. Quote, like you were at a Broadway show, she says. This energy has pervaded the field of obesity medicine for the past few years. After decades of work, researchers are finally seeing signs of success. A new generation of anti-obesity medications that drastically diminish weight without the serious side effects that have plagued previous efforts. These drugs are arriving in an era in which obesity is growing exponentially. Worldwide obesity has tripled since 1975. In 2016, about 40% of adults were considered overweight and 13% had obesity, according to the World Health Organization, or the WHO. With extra weight often comes heightened risk of health conditions such as type 2 diabetes, heart disease and certain cancers. The WHO recommends healthier diets and physical activity to reduce obesity, but medication might help when lifestyle changes aren't enough. The new drugs mimic hormones known as incretins, which lower blood sugar and curb appetite. Some have already been approved for treating type 2 diabetes, 
and they are starting to win approval for inducing weight loss. The ability to melt weight away by tweaking biology gives credence to the idea that obesity is a disease. In the past, scientists and the public often thought that those with obesity simply lacked the willpower to lose weight. But evidence is growing that most people's bodies have a natural size that could be hard to change. Quote, the body will defend its weight, unquote, says Richard DeMarkey, a chemist at Indiana University, Bloomington. However, some researchers worry that these drugs play into some society's obsession with being thin. Body size isn't always a good predictor of health. Quote, I'm really hesitant to be excited about something that I think is potentially harmful from a weight stigma perspective, unquote, says Sarah Nutter, a psychologist at the University of Victoria in Canada who specialises in weight stigma and body image. Research questions abound, including who will respond to treatment and whether people will have to take these drugs for life. A huge barrier to access given that they also carry a hefty price tag. The injections often cost upwards of a thousand US dollars each month. Still, obesity researchers are celebrating these developments. For the first time, scientists can pharmacologically alter weight safely, says physician scientist Matthias Tube, chief executive of Helmholtz Munich in Germany. Quote, it indeed is the transformative breakthrough, unquote. The seeds of today's success were sown decades ago, when Jeffrey Friedman was racing to figure out which gene mutation was making the mice in his laboratory eat until they became obese. In 1994, Friedman, a molecular geneticist at the Rockefeller University in New York City, discovered that the faulty gene encoded leptin, a hormone that is produced by fat tissue and induces a feeling of fullness. Giving leptin supplements to mice that lacked it reduced their hunger and body weight. Quote, that really revolutionised our thinking about the biological basis of obesity and appetite regulation, Yanovsky says. An explosion of research into obesity's underpinnings followed, alongside research into pharmacological treatments. But these early drugs led to only modest weight loss and serious side effects, especially on the heart. Even before leptin's discovery, researchers have been looking for hormones that regulate blood glucose levels, and have found one called GLP-1, or glucagon-like peptide 1. It seemed to have the opposite effect of type 2 diabetes. GLP-1 enhanced insulin production and reduced blood sugar, making it an appealing approach to treating obesity, says Jens Yule Holst, a medical physiologist at the University of Copenhagen who co-discovered and characterised GLP-1. In the 2000s, the US Food and Drug Administration, or the FDA, began approving drugs that mimic GLP-1 as type 2 diabetes treatments. But scientists noticed that participants in clinical trials also lost weight, owing to GLP-1's effect on receptors in the brain that govern appetite and those in the gut that slow digestion. Over time, companies began to trial these diabetes medications for weight loss. By the mid-2010s, one such drug, liraglutide, was capable of eliciting a loss in body weight of about 8% on average. 
5 percentage points more than for people taking a placebo. Clinically relevant, but not astonishing. But in early 2021, scientists were wowed by a phase 3 clinical trial investigating a new drug of the same type, semaglutide. The molecule, a modified version of lyoglutide, acts on the same pathways, but remains intact and active in the body for longer, says Demarkey. It might also have better access to brain regions that regulate appetite, he adds. Those receiving weekly injections of semaglutide lost, on average, 14.9% of their body weight after 16 months of treatment. Those who received a placebo lost 2.4% on average. In 2021, four years after approving it for diabetes, the FDA approved semaglutide for weight loss for adults with obesity. Historically, it hasn't been possible to safely decrease body weight by more than 10% through pharmacological methods, says Timo Muller, a biologist and director of the Helmholtz Munich Institute for Diabetes and Obesity. But these newer treatments also improve cardiovascular health, he adds, the opposite of past iterations. There could now be an even more effective drug in town, terzepatide. Terzepatide doesn't just target the GLP-1 receptor, it also mimics another hormone involved in insulin secretion, known as glucose-dependent insulinotropic polypeptide, or GIP. Approved in 2022 for type 2 diabetes, this treatment, developed by Eli Lilly based in Indianapolis, Indiana, led to a 21% drop in body weight on average at the highest dose compared with 3% for placebo. It's unclear why mimicking both hormones works better than imitating just one. Muller says that tizepatide might be a more potent activator of the GLP-1 receptor, and that GIP might help to make GLP-1 side effects more tolerable, allowing for higher doses. It's also possible that GIP might drive some weight loss on its own. Despite the uncertainties, the levels of weight loss following tazepatide treatment approach those typically achievable only through bariatric surgery. This procedure reduces body weight by 30% or more after six months, and the weight loss continues for the next year or two. Quote, 10 years ago, if you had told me we have something that gets us pretty close to bariatric surgery, I would have said that that's not possible, says Ruth Gimino. Group Vice President of Diabetes, Obesity and Cardiometabolic Research and Early Clinical Development at Eli Lilly. The company plans to apply for the drug to be approved, pending results from a second phase 3 trial wrapping up in April 2023. Despite Tazepatide's promising results, it has researchers puzzled. It's clear how GLP-1 helps to spur weight loss, but GIP's role is a surprise. In fact, scientists have long thought that GIP actually encourages obesity. Mice with dysfunctional GIP receptors are resistant to obesity. Therefore, to induce weight loss, researchers thought that the receptor should be switched off. But tazepatide does the opposite. Quote, we were the first who came up with this crazy idea, unquote, says Muller, who collaborates with Nova Nordisk. Quote, and we were quite heavily criticised in the field. Unquote. 
Muller and his colleagues, including Damaki and Shoup, knew that GIP stimulates insulin secretion depending on blood glucose levels. Just like GLP-1, says Muller. So they developed molecules that mimicked both hormones. After initial studies demonstrated that activating both GIP and GLP-1 receptors caused weight loss, pharmaceutical companies created their own molecules achieving the same results, thus confirming that the method worked. However, not everyone has changed their views on GIP. Holst feels that tazepatide is simply a super-powerful GLP-1 imitator. It can also mimic GIP. Quote, but it doesn't really matter in patients with diabetes and obesity because the GIP part doesn't really do anything, unquote, says Holst. Eli Lilly is conducting early stage clinical trials with drugs that target GIP alone, which Holst says will resolve the ongoing debate. And pharmaceutical company Amgen, based in Thousand Oaks, California, is pursuing a drug that activates the GLP-1 receptor while thwarting the GIP receptor. Early clinical trial data showed that this treatment reduced body weight by up to around 15% after 12 weeks. Other approaches include triple agonists that mimic the actions of GLP-1, GIP, and a third hormone, glucagon, which also stimulates insulin secretion. Still, other gut hormones involved in appetite, such as peptide YY, are being explored too. And some researchers are investigating the monoclonal antibody bimagrumab, which increases muscle mass while decreasing fat. One big question facing researchers now is whether people will need to take these medications for life to maintain their weight. A subset of clinical trial participants who ceased taking semaglutide and stopped the study's lifestyle interventions regained about two-thirds of their lost weight after one year. Another unknown is who will respond to these drugs, and who won't. It's too early to tell now, but the drugs seem to be less effective for weight loss in people with type 2 diabetes than in those without. Conditions such as fatty liver disease and having fat around the organs, known as visceral body fat, might also affect how people respond to different drugs, Shub says. Some researchers also worry that by offering a weight solution in societies that prize thinness, these drugs could also inadvertently reinforce the disputed link between excess weight and health. One study found that nearly 30% of people who are considered obese are metabolically healthy. Another showed that other health problems tend to be a better predictor of someone's risk of death than is weight, demonstrating the need to consider factors other than weight when judging health, says Nutter. Quote, To pathologise a person's health simply based on their body weight is potentially really, really harmful, unquote, she adds. Nutter is concerned that people might start these treatments, whose side effects such as nausea and vomiting can be severe, to escape weight stigma, rather than to serve a true health need. Others worry about the idea that these drugs offer a quick fix. This is a common misconception about bariatric surgery, says Leslie Heinberg a clinical psychologist at the Cleveland Clinic in Ohio who specialises in bariatric behavioural health and body image. Quote, Some people who still hold on to those mistaken beliefs will say, 
oh, now people can just take this pill and that's the easy way out of obesity, unquote, she says. Still, there is plenty of demand. And although these drugs are entering the market, not everyone who needs them will have access. For a start, they are pricey. Semaglutide for weight loss, branded as Wegovy, costs about $1,300 a month. And many insurance companies in the United States refuse to cover the expense, primarily owing to a misunderstanding of what causes obesity and viewing the treatments as vanity drugs. Quote, people talk about some of these drugs as being game changers, unquote, says Patty Neese, chair of the board of directors of the Obesity Action Coalition, an advocacy group based in Tampa, Florida. But, she adds, for an individual patient, it is never going to be a game changer if they can't afford it or don't get access to it. Organisations such as the Obesity Action Coalition are pushing pharmaceutical companies to offer affordability programmes. Eli Lilly, for example, has a bridging programme for Manjaro, Tazepatide for type 2 diabetes, under which the medication can cost as little as $25 for the first three months. Novo Nordisk has a similar programme for Wegovy. Whatever the upfront costs, some scientists stress that addressing obesity could allow healthcare systems to save enormous amounts of money by reducing a slew of conditions that are linked to the disease. Although researchers are still chipping away at obesity's complex combination of causes, including genetics, environment and behaviour, many support the idea that biology plays a significant part. Eating healthily and exercising will always be a part of treatment, but many think that these drugs are a promising add-on. And some researchers think that because these drugs act through biological mechanisms, they'll help people to understand that a person's body weight is often beyond their control through lifestyle changes alone. Quote, Tezepatide very clearly shows that it's not about willpower, Jimino says. To read more of Nature's long-form journalism, head over to nature.com slash news. Deep dive into the world of science with Nature Plus. From the vastness of the distant star systems to the intricacies of infectious diseases due to climate change, we've got you covered. Enjoy access to over 55 cutting-edge journals, breaking scientific news, and over a thousand new articles every month. Whether you're a seasoned researcher or just curious, Nature Plus simplifies complex studies. Plus, it's all available right at your fingertips on nature.com. Nature Plus, the key to unlocking the world's most significant scientific advances. Subscribe today at go.nature.com slash plus. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.